Creative Studio Academy, Semester 1, Session 17. We're going to look at how we can be able to do some more things with collaborative projects. Welcome to the Creative Studio Academy. This is the podcast to help you learn and explore how you can start and improve your skills with online content creation. My name is Joshua Rivers, and I will be your guide on this journey. Welcome back to the Creative Studio Academy. I am excited today to be able to bring an interview, not with one, but with two special guests, with Jim Woods and Eric J. Fisher. Eric Fisher is the host of the podcast Beyond the To-Do List, very popular podcast. If you have not listened to it yet, I would highly recommend that. Very good for looking at productivity and really diving deep into it. Jim Woods is a full-time writer, and so I've been friends with both of them for a little while now, and so I've been able to interview Eric a couple times on a different podcast. Jim Woods, I was able to interview on that podcast as well as on this podcast several uh, sessions ago. And so this time we're going to be talking to them because they have co-authored the book, Hit the Mark. And that book talks about improving your focus, boosting your energy, and making the most out of your time. Now, we're not going to dive into the book itself and the particular content if you want to do that you can go to the previous interview that i did with them on my other podcast where we did dive into the details of the book you can go to simpleliving.us forward slash zero six three and you'll be able to hear that interview where we dive down a little bit deeper into focus time management and so forth on that. In this interview, we're going to dive more into the creative process that they went through as they were developing this book. And so we're going to talk about the collaboration process. We're going to talk about some roadblocks and how they overcame them. We're going to look a little bit about the investment as far as time and, uh, and things like that that they put into it. And then we also touch a little bit about their plans for a third book. And how they're going to try to approach that book, maybe a little bit different than they did this one. And so definitely looking for that. And they're going to have some advice at the end as well. Well, they kind of have it throughout, but specific advice at the end for people working on a multi-author project. And so I hope this is something that uh, you can really benefit from. And so most of the stuff that we talk about here on the podcast has referred to solo work. But I think it's very important for us to be able to look at what we can do to try to collaborate more with other people during these processes that we have. And so without any further ado, let's go ahead and jump into the interview with Eric and Jim. How are you guys doing? Great. Doing great. Thanks so much for having us. Yeah, so um, we're not going to talk so much about the book itself. Um, We'll maybe uh, put some information um, at the end. But uh, we definitely want to promote that. But the thing that I really want to look at is kind of the process that you guys went through in this. And so it's uh, some things that we've covered on 
uh, this podcast so far have dealt with, generally speaking, individuals working by themselves um, on different projects, whether it's um, trying to produce a podcast or blogging or just writing in general. Uh, but it's usually just been uh, kind of solo endeavors. But I, I think it'd be applicable for us to kind of look at the uh, collaboration process that you guys went through. And so because there seems to be um, maybe a little bit more of that that I've started or maybe I'm just starting to notice it of uh, people working together more um, on different projects and things like that, um, whether it's a book or just on podcasts or or blogs and things like that. And so they're having this collaboration. So maybe just kind of glean a little bit from the experience that you guys have had um, over the last couple of years working together on these books. So first of all, just so we can kind of give uh, everybody an idea of a little history here, can you guys, uh, uh, we'll start with Eric. How did the uh, whole thing come about when you and Jim met uh, uh, for the idea of uh, this series of books? Well, we'd known each other from online. Then we'd met at the Start Conference, no, sorry, the Quitter Conference (laughs) of John Acuff back in September of 2012. Then... Back in May of 2013, I came down to Nashville when he was living there um, back uh, for PodCamp Nashville 2013. And we just started comparing notes and talking and saying, you know, I've got this idea. We see these people who are putting out stuff on Kindle ebooks, some great, some not so great. And we're like, well, I can do better than that. So (laughs) then we decided, why don't we kind of combine our powers and we could get something out there sooner rather than later or at all. Because the thing is, is that, you know, when you if I think we both had enough practice now doing it where we know the ins and outs. But, man, it, it can be. And there's people out there who are like, how do you do that? How do you self-publish? It's not that hard, but it's stinking hard, you know. And so <laughs> <laughs> it, it, so for us, it's you know, we've we've jumped a few hurdles. It's great. But uh, for other people out there, it's like. I don't even know where to start. Well, one is, you know, start writing first off. But uh, yeah, that's the process. We we just knew, hey, what I've got an idea for kind of sounds like it meshes with, with, with what you're t- talking about. And then it kind of morphed a bit into the series because I don't think we, we originally had thought we'd do a series. Um, so, yeah, I mean, as we got talking, we realized there's there's power in numbers. We'll get something out there sooner if we work together than if we try to just keep saying, yeah, I've got this idea for an ebook. I'd like to do that someday, you know? Yeah. So, um, not, now obviously Jim has moved now. Um, but during most of the process, um, he lived in Nashville and Eric, you live in, um, Indiana, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. I, he was in Nashville and I was up here in Indiana and basically it is about five and a half hours north of him so or was so i'm I'm assuming that most of the um working together uh was not in person um so can you kind of tell us how that process went uh between you guys as far as how you guys uh corresponded and uh kind of collaborated um as far as that aspect yeah um and then i'll hand it to jim because i keep feeling like i'm talking too much here um, <laughs> You're fine, man. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> uh, Google Docs is where we kept some stuff. And then uh, surprisingly, we used a lot of Facebook messages because nobody else was involved with that. And it wasn't on our it, it didn't have to be on our phones if we didn't want it to be, you know, which a text kind of 
would be or, or an iMessage in our case. And so that was kind of cool. Um, yeah, it was very – I mean, here's the thing. We we did have our initial like sit-down talk for a bit for – actually for both books so far. And honestly, I think that if I could have swung it to where I could have gone down two to three times – and sat and we could just like hammer out stuff all at once. Obviously, face to face collaboration. I mean, we did this podcast Nashville this past year uh, in May of 2014. I was down there again. And I mean, we sat there in the, the what was it? The Entrepreneur Center. Yeah, the, it was the Google wing of the yes. Entrepreneur Center. We felt very special because it was like right next to this special stand up treadmill walking desk. So we were like, man, we're really modern here. And uh <laughs> we we gr- we grinded through that for about an hour and a half, two hours, and yeah. then went to a meetup right after that. So it, it was really cool. So I, I think that, and and honestly, if I had known that that was going to be, I knew it would be, but I think if I had known that that was going to be as beneficial as it was, I think I would have said, "Hey, I'm coming down for even you know another extra day in the front end and back end of that," and we would have met up at least two more times and like pushed that book to the point where it had been out back in like July, you know. So now, obviously, I mean, with with that, I mean that that would be. Um... Uh, one obstacle that you guys had to do were there other roadblocks that you guys had to encounter and how did you overcome them you know josh our our main roadblock i think was structuring the book because it's a really challenging topic and eric and i both it's not like we're perfect remotely we we struggle with these topics of focus and energy and making the most of your time i think everyone does if they're honest and the biggest challenge for me was how does this all overlap? How does, like, Eric and I both, we we went back and forth on this, like, well, what's the order of the book? What what makes sense? What's logical? And we finally, like, the the aha moment, if there was one, it was, you know, figuring out, okay, focus is like the intersection between time and energy. And if you draw two circles, when you draw time as one circle and energy as the other, when the two overlap, right next to each other, that sliver in between, um, kind of the Venn diagram, that's focus. And that was like the the core principle for the entire book because it's just really fuzzy um, to really break down, well, is this a time issue or is this an energy issue? Um, and the truth is it's, it's really, you know, all three, it's time, energy, and focus. And once we kind of broke that down it was like okay now we can really move forward on this project were there any roadblocks that uh you noticed eric uh maybe on your side that maybe jim didn't didn't experience per se um i think that that's the thing with with uh with digital collaboration and being in different places um the 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 idea that you're working on a shared project but that then you've got all this other stuff it's your project is one thing as compared to this long list of things that you also have to do and if you're not uh you know and i think that's the thing is you know setting up regularity or clockwork or you know the weekly check-in i mean we had some of that going at different points and and that's not to say that that's um something that you know we you couldn't do or you we couldn't do but uh in other words life is in front of you at all times and it changes. <laughs> yeah, like, no, absolutely. I like mean, that's I'm the just thing. with me moving. Right. Like, exactly. That was a big part. 
and it was like, look, I cannot, you know, I, I literally, I was I resigned from my, my job and I'm like, okay, I'm moving. We're packing boxes and all this craziness. And, um, you know, establishing a good routine, uh, is, is fantastic, but even then routines will be broken. Um, and you know, good habits will go away at some point and then you have to reestablish good habits all over again. So yeah, like Eric's saying, life can get in the way and it's a challenge when it's an online collaboration, when it's like, look, I simply can't do this right now. Um, being direct, being honest and just communicating as much as possible is really the, probably the best remedy for that. Um, it's a challenge. I mean, and like Eric said, I mean, self-publishing there, there are a lot of challenging parts about it. You have to become a troubleshooter. You cannot be afraid of answering questions and asking questions. Um, I think a lot of that just goes hand in hand with the creative process. Anyone who wants a streamlined, simple creative process, they're probably not creating very much. Right. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Um, the other thing is, is that just, um, for example, we, I mean, we had timelines in place and then things just suddenly change that and you, you have to be okay with that. I mean, it's not like until the very end, until we feel like we've got something done that other people can see, um, it's just the two of us giving input on this thing, you know, or at least for the most part, uh, aside from one or two trusted friends that, you know, are, are, uh, vetted, you know? Okay. Now, as far as the actual writing of it, um, how did you guys coordinate that? Did you um, like split it up, say, okay, you write about this part and I'll write about this part? Or you just kind of say, okay, here, let's just both write about this and see what we come up with? Or, or how did that work? A lot of it was um, just, we, we would chat on the phone and most of our, our <laughs> chats on the phone were like an hour and a half because we, I, like, we would open up the file and go through it and we would just pick it apart and order was one of the biggest challenges um using scrivener it's a great piece of writing software but essentially the problem can come where you've got a lot of ideas and it can even be you know paragraphs or sections but then you have to put it in the right order and then finding if are there holes in this does it flow um and we would go through that and eric was like hey well i'll just i'll take care of this and then i would mark it on the file um you can even have like different symbols. And so like I, one section Eric wrote and especially when we were doing some different blog posts too, to talk about the book, I'm like, okay, well, Eric's going to do this one right here. He's going to focus on this specific topic, which was great because honestly I was stuck on it. I'm like, I don't know on this one. And so the great thing is when you have a collaborator, if you get stuck, you can bounce ideas off of them. You can, you know, literally, you know, help each other out and what your weaknesses are, they might be, you know, the other person's strengths. And, you know, especially too, if you're mentally drained and the other, hopefully the other collaborator is not <laughs> mentally drained. Um, every now and then both of you are just exhausted and you have yeah. to you know, push pause for a little bit. But I think essentially we just kind of poked and prodded each other in a nice, gentle, kind way. Not always. Um, yeah, sure. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, um, helping each other along is key. And I think that's where the encouragement and support comes in as well. Uh, As far as the actual writing of it, the funny thing is, Josh, a lot of this, it was intended for the first book, but 
it just didn't fit. And we were like, this, this doesn't, we can't talk about energy and focus and time until you actually have a goal for it. So that all became, you know, parts of the second book where the first one were like, look, you have to have a target to aim at, or this just, it almost, it falls apart before you even start. You have to have a specific goal in mind or what's your, what are you really doing? Being productive just to be productive is, is fine, I guess, in theory, but what are you getting done? Well, and one of the other things is even the fact that this new book combines the second and what was originally the second and third book remember yeah absolutely like it was going to be time and then uh focus and energy was going to kind of be in both of them and then we were like you know what why would we we realized wait a second time energy and focus all kind of go together to be able to focus so focus is the real drive like that's the thing we're missing i mean and everybody's talking, I mean, we could have done a time book. We still could, but I don't think that that makes sense because there's so, it'd be so repetitive and so even more common sense than some of the other stuff we say in this book. So, yeah. And, and a lot, honestly, I think this is the problem because a lot of this just falls under that umbrella of productivity, but it's not intentional productivity. Um, it's just more tips and tricks to, quote unquote, be more productive, but there's not necessarily that intention behind it. And I think that's the challenge. Um, You really have to focus and think like, okay, this is my project. This is what I'm doing. This is what I want to accomplish. Um, Otherwise, it's, it's just not, it's not fulfilling, in my opinion. Would you agree, Eric? Yeah, totally. I I think that that's, that's the thing. I mean, and a lot of times, I mean, I get accused of, you're not really doing a productivity podcast. I'm like, then you don't know what productivity is, do you? Because (laughs) this is more about, you know, productivity is not just to-do list. Um, Hello, it's in the title. It's (laughs) about doing better work. It's about being not just more efficient, but more effective. And there's just, you know, let's not dumb it down to say that it's, scheduling stuff on a calendar, knowing what you need to do and then doing it, that's way too oversimplified. There's so many more factors that stem from not doing those things in terms of, and that's what we tried to do with the book was, you know, in terms of, and that was the danger again in the process was, well, we want to keep this simple and easy to digest and comprehend and refer back to and get quick wins from but we could go all over the place. We could not stop at focus and not stop at time and not stop at energy and start talking about priorities again and all this other stuff. And then we're like, well, that was in the first book. We already did that one. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Good. We covered it. Good. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Now, um, you mentioned that uh, the you kind of combined the second and third book. Is there still another book um, kind of uh, that you guys are planning on doing or is that still – <laughs> well we keep we keep yeah. going back and forth on that one josh uh i think it will happen i think it's going to be very specific um probably about tools and processes is what we keep kind of going back and forth on i think i think there's a need for it i think it would i, I it's it's really still a little bit in that idea stage though when you yeah. say Eric? yeah and i and i gotta give credit like Mike Vardy, who's been instrumental in helping us, you know, in in just having conversations. I talked with him back in when we realized that the first book, the that 
the the branding or the messaging was off again we thanks to crystal Payne who told us that <laughs> um great feedback um we realized okay well let's rebrand like this series and figure out how to do this better and it came down to i said well yeah the first one's about the mark that you're trying or not well that's not it the uh the the first one's about getting ready like figuring out you know anyway you you the book's out there whatever it's ready aim <laughs> fire uh, I'm trying to get to a better point than just explaining the beginning of the story. Um, I was explaining what the books were to Mike. And then he said, oh, so the first one's about the bullseye. The second one is about the um, the archer. And then the third one's about the bow and arrow, the tools. And I'm like, oh, whoa. Oh, yeah. So I love, I love that analogy. Too. Yeah. It's so clear. It's so, so I clear. still feel like... I still feel like we should do it. I know that at one point we both had said, no, no third book. We're done. <laughs> we're, we're done. Let's just get done with this one. And then we can move on. Cause it, it, you know, we're both having too much life happen, but now life has happened and we're both kind of on the, on the other side of those big waves, or at least learned to, to shift our weight and stand on the board or ride the board a little better. And so now it's like, I, I literally, the other day I'm riding or I'm driving my, uh, I'm riding back home from dropping my daughter off at school in the morning and I put on a podcast and actually one of the people talking was Mike Vardy. Suddenly he says some stuff about tools that suddenly I get home and I sit down and I start writing some of the stuff down, the thoughts that I came, that I came away with that podcast from. And I'm like, oh, the third book kind of is necessary because I need it as much as a lot of other people out there need it. And so I told Jim, I said, look, third book probably has to happen. And <laughs> I know we're just launching the second one in a, about a week or two, but I think there's something there and I've written a bunch of notes down and we'll just have to start comparing again. So, and actually now you live probably closer. So <laughs> <laughs> road trip, road trip. Yep. You, you know what, Josh, just not to be, a, we're not trying to be teasing on this because I think the challenge um, of you need a physical tool set and a digital tool set. And I think the challenge is it's really hard to say, look, these are my tools. This is what I use because I'm, I personally think it's okay to switch as long as it's like from like you finish your project. I don't care if you want to use a different app for each project, knock yourself out. The point is get the projects done. I think that's kind of my approach. And I think that's somewhat Eric's approach. Um, I think I think part of it right now is figuring out, well, how is it we really actually use our tools? And that's something that I think Eric and I both are gonna dive into more because as we reestablish, okay, we're self-employed now. This isn't like a side hustle. This isn't a, you know, Thing that we do just in the margins early in the morning or late at night this is now our like full-time job and I think that's the challenge right there um you know figuring out what what is it I can really say I like these tools and part maybe it's just that disclaimer hey look this is what I'm using now I don't know what I'll be using six months from now and I think that's okay but the key is there's going to be some definite contributing um, factors and some things that will stay the same throughout. Does that make sense? Yeah, very good. So, uh, you guys went into more detail than I expected. So awesome. <laughs> <laughs> See, we can't stop talking. There you go. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. So, um, so yeah, so, um, each time that you guys are uh, approaching, so, so I mean, the first time you didn't really 
know what you were doing. You're just kind of jumping in. Then this uh, second book, you had a better idea. But even uh, through that process, you guys have learned um, a little bit more. Um, and then, then it's more specifically, probably just working with each other more. You know, you know how to um, deal with each other more. Um, probably where all the humor comes from and poking fun. Um, but, um, but yeah, so I mean, that, that, that's excellent. And so now as you're looking toward the third book, you guys are going to be able to have a lot more, um, focus and idea of what you're going to be, um, be able to do now, as we wrap up, um, what is maybe some advice that you would give to someone that is looking at working on a multi-author type of project? I would say, talk about the overall goal, what you want the work to be, what you want it to be like. Um, that way you essentially set your goal and you, as you do that, you can kind of break it apart from there. If you, if it's a pr book on productivity or business or even fiction, whatever it is, whatever you're writing, talk about the end goal and then kind of work backwards. All right. That, that would be what I would say. Awesome. Eric? Yeah, I was going to say, having kind of an idea of, of planning it out and in, you know, kind of in a, from inception to timeline and, and final, you know, delivery, what is it you wanted to, I mean, have a good, it's going to change, trust me, but <laughs> having a good starting point and even an, a good end goal in mind as to what you want the final product to be is, is necessary. Otherwise, you're just trying to figure it out as you go. And again, you're going to do that anyway, but at least if you have an idea in mind, then you can kind of shift, you know, uh, in other words, look at the instructions on the box and see what it's supposed to look like and then make tweaks as you go if you have to. Well, I definitely appreciate that advice. Um, and uh, hopefully the listener would be able to glean some things from that, even if they're not particularly working on a uh, multi-alter project as a book, but I mean, any kind of uh, collaboration. Uh, definitely some great principles to be able to pull from that. So uh, thank you, Jim and Eric, for joining us today. Uh, we're definitely going to be uh, promoting your book. Uh, so hit the mark. Um, and let's see, that is at beyondthetodolist.com slash um, focus. Is that correct? Yes. You got it. All That's right. right. Well, we'll definitely have a link to all that in the show notes as well. So thank you guys again for joining us. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thanks so much for having us. Well, I certainly hope that you enjoyed that discussion that we had with Eric and Jim. And so, as you can tell, they have gotten very comfortable with being able to talk to each other and joke around. And so, definitely had some fun during this. But I know that we were able to glean a lot of great things from this interview. We may have to bring them back so that we can be able to dive down a little bit deeper. If you have any specific questions about working on a multi-author project or if anything at all regarding any of the topics that we talked about, maybe on a solo aspect, definitely feel free to give me those questions. You can go to the show notes and leave the uh, question down in the comments section, or you can send me feedback through the website as well. You can go to the show notes by getting going to creativestudio.academy slash 1-17 for semester one, session 17. Now, next session, we're going to be talking to Joel and Pei from The Relaunch Show, a very popular, very great podcast that they go through and they talk to people about different relaunches and getting started in a new aspect of your life. 
And so uh, there, there's a lot of different things that they talk about on the podcast, but a lot of great takeaways. And so they talk to us next week. And so I've had this interview uh, waiting to come out for a little while now, and I can't wait to be able to share this. And so definitely come back next session to be able to catch that interview there. And I would definitely recommend being able to do that. After that, uh, we have also two other interviews that I've done. One of them is with um, Jeff Long of uh, True Focus Media. And we talked to him about creating some different e-learning type of experiences online. And so something that I think can be very beneficial for any of us that's trying to create a platform, that's trying to create something here online, we're trying to teach people some things. And so um, he's, his advice is very practical and very great, um, even if you're not going to do um, an official e-learning type of uh, process. And so, but a lot of great insight. And then I also have an interview that I did with Alex Barker, who is the host of the uh, popular podcast, The Leadership Dojo. And so there were some things that he had, um, uh, the decisions he had to make uh, regarding that podcast. And uh, long story short, it's kind of put on, been put on the shelf. And we dive into that more on that episode. And so those are two episodes um, that are coming up um, a little bit later and so definitely excited to be able to share these with you again if you have any questions that you want to ask regarding content creation whether it's blogging or podcasting or different strategies you have different questions about what you can be able to do to take the first step or take the next step please submit that at creativestudio.academy i would love to be able to answer your questions or be able to find someone that can bring an even better answer and be able to help take us all to the next level with our content creation. With that, we're going to sign off for this session, and we will see you next session in the Academy. Mm-hmm.